too. So hi, Julia. Welcome back. We are doing our very first official recording today, correct? Yes. Disrupt Life. We've been a little bit disrupted ourselves throughout the whole process because when we started this and we made our first um, introductory video, we had Christmas come, we had uh, holidays, it was just a busy period. So we mm-hmm. never actually got the chance to sit down and do any more recordings. Yeah. We have done two recordings, we're just not going to release them until a little bit later. Yes. Right. So, here we are, February 2022, and we want to talk about today, I think essentially, life as expats, right? Yes. And we've both been living as expats ourselves for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, we are both expats here in Germany, mm-hmm. but before Germany, I've been living in Asia for a number of years, and you've also lived in South America, mm-hmm. in the United Kingdom, Mm-hmm. Um, so I think actually you've probably lived in more places than I have. Would that be fair to say? I think it is because I've only lived in in Asia. I was living too in in Brazil. Yeah. And in South America, like you said before, in Argentina. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was living to uh, six months in Egypt. Oh, that's right. Long, yeah. Yeah. A long time ago. That must have been amazing. Yes, in that moment was very nice, but I think I will not go in there. No, no, not again. I will not like to go. No, no it's a bit. It's a bit. Uh, it's completely changed. Troubled uh, at the yes, moment. It's completely changed yep. everything. It's going. I don't know because I didn't have been directly now to give an uh, open opinion what is going there wrong. Yeah. But uh, from people that I know. I know it is like uh, they went back. Yeah. You know, in yeah. The story. Yeah. They've regressed. Yeah. They yeah. regressed all the yeah. time and everything they do. Yeah. It's like a shame, isn't it? It seems like societies do that as well. If you look back in history, a lot of societies seem to have regressed. Yeah. But many. So, uh, South of America is exactly the same. Yeah. You know, mm. they have uh, governments now. They're choosing people again and again, making foul choosing people. Like um, dictator, communist dictator, you know, revolution. They yeah. and the end, they are going to be dictators yeah. like the other ones, yeah. and uh, they are doing all the time. It's happening in Chile now and everywhere. Yeah. All right. Well, let's not get into that topic because no, that's no. a that's a, a, a deep root hole hole you could get into for a long time. But yeah. what I, what I really want to I guess we should t- try to talk about today in this episode is the differences that we've probably noticed as um, expats living in foreign countries. And you know, you and I, when we've spoken offline separately, we've we've discussed what our childhoods have been like, what environments we grew up in. I obviously, in Australia and you in Spain, very, I, I guess you could say first world countries, countries that are you know, successful, um, happy, dem- democratised, relatively good countries to live in. Um, we both probably have been privileged in our childhood in many ways compared to a lot of people. Yeah. So one of the things that I noticed when I moved from Australia to Malaysia Mm -hmm. was uh, the dramatic differences between the cultures. Now, that might may sound like, yeah, duh, that's, you know, that's quite naive of you to say that. But I knew there was going to be a difference. But I guess what I wasn't aware of was just how how stark that difference would be. Just just uh, how dramatic. Which which are the differences? Can you tell three very uh, very uh, strong difference between the pe- the people. Yeah. Well, first of all, is the cultures. Yeah. Because you've got essentially three m- main cultures living in Malaysia. You have the Malays, the local Malays. Mm-hmm. You have Chinese, Chinese Malay, and then you have the Indian mm-hmm. communities. So you've got three mm-hmm. very diverse uh, cultures living together in in a uh, what I guess you could say a relatively small area. And it's mm-hmm. a fairly populated country. I lived in Kuala Lumpur, and um, it's it's very very dense in its uh, population. But I guess what I really noticed was the 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 differences between those cultures. I mean, Australia is a multicultural country as well. Yeah, we have a lot of uh, Asian immigrants Foreign coming in, yeah, Vietnamese, yeah. Chinese. Mm. 
But for me, there was just this difference that I don't know what, how you could best describe it, but possibly uh, economical difference. You know, in Malaysia, you're either very, very wealthy or you're very, very poor. Yeah, the middle there's class is not, is not uh, there's so much. There's a very it? small middle class. It's, it exists, but it's very, yeah. very small. Yes. And that's what I noticed is the poverty, you know, the, the amount of poverty that, that is in, in the country. And, and I'm not saying that in a, in a derogatory way or a negative way because even though people have um, what you would say less than most, they were still very, very happy. They, they, they didn't give you the, the impression that their lives were, were in any way tarnished by a lack of um, money. Do you think is that because uh, maybe they have another um, um, way of thinking? It means, uh, you know, they, they, I think they think in different way about the die, about the illness, about the, yeah. uh, the marriage and many things. I think, do you think they help them to be better yeah. persons or to be happy that we are? I, th I think it makes them tougher, mm -hmm. definitely tougher, because mm -hmm. you're right, their attitude towards life in general mm -hmm. is very different. Their attitude towards animals is mm -hmm. very different. You know, like we mm -hmm. grow up with animals as, you know, like having pets as... As, as exactly that they're members of the family they're mm -hmm. pets we we treat them almost at the same way we treat our children in many ways but in Asia, no. not in Asia, all they of them. Eat them they eat them sometimes yes and and their attitudes towards the death of an animal is mm. is is quite different so it's yeah it's interesting it's i found that probably for me the biggest the biggest change and then you know on the other side is from the poverty then you have a higher crime rate And, mm -hmm. you know, the crime levels yeah. in, in Kuala Lumpur at the time were also quite high. And we were warned as foreigners when going in there by other expats and, and other locals, you know, just make sure if you don't put anything in your back pockets, mm -hmm. always carry things in your front pockets. Don't leave anything in the car when you're parking the car. Don't leave anything on the table in the mm -hmm. restaurants. Mm -hmm. Um, you know all of those things. Make sure if you have young children that you are always yes, holding their hand in yeah. public, yeah. because kidnappings are quite common, yeah. and then the the parents are held ransom. Um, and did I can give you an. It was kidnapping common in the time. Yeah. Have you, yeah. Did you have been there? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, because uh, in Argentina now is very common. But when I have yes, but when I was there. Uh, it was not, but right. now yeah. they kidnap you because everybody has a price in South of America, sure. and normally it's fifty dollars. Fifty dollars, yeah, of oh course. You are not expensive. That's fifty dollars. My goodness, fifty dollars. No. That's crazy. Yeah. Now, well, in in Malaysia, look, I don't know if it's like that still now because I left in two thousand and thirteen, so it's eight years since I've been there. Mm -hmm. But um, in the time that I was there, kidnapping of of wealthy. Mm -hmm. children whether they're local or from expats uh, mm -hmm. it was quite common and then they, they would be held ransom and and a lot of the times the the, the embassies would arrange the paying paying the um, the ransom for the return of the child it happened with one child that uh, was going I think to what my son's school or, or a friend where my son was going to school um, at their school a child was kidnapped and it was a huge there yeah, was horrible. it was a huge it's, it is horrible absolutely did you have living there in um, in a uh, like a reservado like a reserve because in, in like a gated community you mean yeah because in in argentina it's normal to be in there uh, they call their oh what's the name now I think quintas, quintas, mm -hmm. and normal. Normally, they are all closed. You know, very high uh, walls and with control and security, and you can you can't come in in if the if you are not invited official and the doorman knows you know that you are coming like mm. invited person. Mm. Uh, countries, sorry, they call countries. Mm -hmm. These little villas where they are with security yeah. and people with. Uh, They yeah, exist. A good, yeah. uh, with social class or yeah. expats or people. In exactly. Yes, but it's the same in Argentina, in Chile, in Brazil, yeah. everywhere. It's the same that you have these countries to leave. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's more sure, but... Uh, and, and, and 
for example, me, I never wanted to live in a cafe. No, no, no. I was living in, in, in downtown. Yeah, we didn't either. We yeah. actually lived yeah. in, a, in a house outside of gated communities. We didn't want to do that either um, because we felt that it's just you're not immersing yourself with the, the community or the culture. You, know? you, you might be living in a foreign country or mm. as an expat, but you're not really experiencing that because you're kind of protecting yourself in this bubble. For us, that didn't make sense. I always remember my father because always he said always, everyone, you have to give the people uh, an opportunity to show how they are. You know, I yeah. don't miss, don't uh, think bad about them yeah. before, you know, yeah. the people. Yeah, don't form assumptions of them before knowing yeah. them. Yeah. Of course, you have to, you can take care, yeah. you know, and uh, you have to, I think you have to develop your intuition as uh, like a person, you know, to know who is there and to know the dangers, to can feel the dangers. This mm. is very important mm. to learn that and to give that your children as well. Yeah. You are always closing in a society or in a family and you never go out and you have always the same glasses on. You cannot, you know, you cannot right. um, feel the danger outside and yeah. to see where do you can go and where you can't. Exactly. You know what I, mean? yeah. I think this is helpful if you are in a foreign country and you don't know so much, mm. you have to 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 put out your um, alarm, mm. you know, mm. your intuition, your body alarm, mm -hmm. to know what where do you can go, where yeah. you not. And of course, inform yourself yeah. about the dangers in the cities yeah. uh, if you are living there, yeah. or the risk. Which risk do you have as expat person? Mm. You know, and for you, it's very difficult to don't. That the people think that you are Malaysian because you don't look like Malaysian. No, I don't. You are no, so north. Uh, yeah. North. You you even doesn't look like Australian guy. You are looking more like a Sweden or something. Yeah. Like well, that. my father was Dutch, so I get that. Yeah. That's is, where it comes yeah, from. This is the reason it's impossible because I can be Brazilian or Mexican or Argentina. You, you can. Know. Yeah, you I can. You can pass for yeah, that. Yeah. Yes. Now my my hair is is. Uh, Blonde, but it was yeah. brown, and yeah. uh, I could be a local yeah. girl, yeah. you know. Yeah. But um, no, we stood out pretty pretty clearly. We, we were foreigners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But one time, you know, just coming back to the crime rate of it, I'm, I'll never forget. There was one time we were having um, a lunch in a restaurant. My mother was visiting us. Actually, mm. I think it was a, a Christmas time or my birthday, or s it was some reason that she came to visit us. And we were in in the you know the I guess you could say the the more well to do suburb of mm -hmm. Kuala Lumpur. Mm -hmm. It was a place called Bangsa, mm -hmm. um, and that's where a lot of expats lived. And mm -hmm. there was a lot of really nice restaurants there. And there was one restaurant where we were sitting. It was kind of semi open to mm -hmm. outside. It was on on a busy street though. It had you know traffic going this way and traffic coming this way. And then as you came off the street, you kind of dropped down, and that's when the tables would start. For the restaurant so you had the footpath and then it would drop down and the restaurant the tables for the restaurant would be kind of semi outside and then the restaurant would go inside mm -hmm. so we were sitting outside on one of the tables and you know everyone told us don't leave things on the table but mobile phones handbags wallets were, were on the table okay and we were just sitting there we'd probably been there maybe 20 minutes had a few a couple of drinks, talking, and then all of a sudden these uh, mopeds go riding past and there's these two guys sitting on the mopeds. And out of the corner of my eye, I, I kind of notice that they're crawling along the street, mm. you know, sussing the, the tables out. But, but it didn't occur to me that they would actually have the balls to come to stop the bike right at the restaurant there, to g come off the bike, step down off the street into the area of the tables. And my, my wife had her handbag over her uh, chair. Yeah. And, of course, that for them was the target. So this young guy quickly scooped up her handbag and then ran out of the restaurant, or I should say just jumped out of the restaurant, and then for me, you know, because I hate anything that's taken from me, I get really, like, I feel this immense sense of anger. I hate when things are taken from me. And 
I was like, no, 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 buddy, you are not going to do that. No, I was only dressed in a pair of shorts and a, and a, and a T-shirt, but I was also wearing Birkies, like Birkenstocks, right? So open-faced mm. shoes, not shoes that you can run in for sure. And it's really hot there and the, the road is very hot too because of the, the sun. God, you're Birkenstocks. So I, I chased these guys up the street because I was determined, absolutely determined they're not going to get – they're not going to get away with it. And they had no idea that I'd chased them. So they were kind of thinking they got away with it. They were riding away, you know, talking to each other, laughing. And I was maybe that far away from grabbing the guy on the back of the bike and then just being able to rip him off. But as soon as he, he turned around and he saw that I was so close and he must have seen this crazy white guy with a red face coming after him. And he's like, whatever he said in Malay, he said, go, 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 go. And then his, his buddy floored it a lot faster and then they took off so I couldn't, I couldn't reach them. But I was mm-hmm. like this far away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So my wife at the time, she obviously lost all her money, the credit cards, bank cards, ID cards, entire wallet, you know, phone, everything. So, you know, all of those things can be replaced, but it's just the inconvenience of, every, of it all. Um, and of course, having something taken from you. But I, I just hate that, you know. And th- for me, that was probably um, the thing that would really kind of make me feel like I don't really enjoy living in this type of environment when those things happen to you and can happen so easily. Um, but, you know, I that's, never, that's I, what it was It's like. very funny because I, I try to remember uh, if I was stolen, someone was stolen or taking something from me when I was, but I don't remember. I never, I think it's never happened to me. Uh, I Of course I got uh, still things from me, but in Spain. Yeah. And in Germany, okay. and uh, yeah, and that's all. But not even in Mexico, not in Argentina. Really? Yes, not in 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 Brazil. Not no, Th- it's happened in other things. You know, the, the, where I was thinking, hmm, because for example, when when uh, when I was in Argentina, uh, my uh, father-in-law had a. a uh, uh, money, uh, yeah. pocket yeah. Uh, with nothing, I think 100 pesos. Or in that moment, was the pesos and the dollar was in the same, uh, a la par, in the same, same uh, level, same level. Yeah. And I think 100, 100 pesos. And uh, someone took him in the corner, I stopped him in the corner and I said, uh, Give me the your money. And he said, No. And then uh, I was thinking, He's stupid, you know, for 100 pesos or 200. Anyway, give, give them. You know, yeah. give it. Yeah. And he got uh, shooting. Shot. shot. He was on, shot. Yeah, he was shot in the in the kidney. Oh my god. How it's oh, in the knee. In the knee twice. You know. Ooh. He, I don't know how many years got him to walk normally again because he got a lot of operations there and everything just for hundred pesos. I think, you know, sometimes and he was living all all, all the life uh, in Argentina. And uh, and uh, it's happened to him, and I was there like expat, and never happened something in that way to me. You know, oh. I never got in danger. Could could be, but I I never. But uh, w- what I feel there was, for example, <coughs> uh, it's very strange when you are going driving with a car. Uh, I was making a very a very. It's okay. Keep it? going. Keep going. Yeah. A very big trip about 9,000 kilometers with a car uh, all the Panamericana and uh, coming down until Ushuaia and uh, Perito Moreno all is a huge Argentina is a huge huge country with a lot of kilometers I think no, I don't know like Australia but it's very 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 big mm. distance and then um, I remember when I was driving through that for example and I believe me I never I didn't dream that. I was driving, and then you are driving in the Pampa, you know, straight ahead without curves, uh, maybe 50 kilometers straight ahead, you know, like do, yeah. do, 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 50. Yeah. You know, I swear, sh- I swear, yeah, yeah, 50. Yeah. So, and then I was, I was, and then I was seeing uh, a truck was coming, of course, in, in the other di- direction, the opposite way to me. And it's, it was nothing there. It was nothing right, and it was nothing left. Just me and the truck, you know, in that moment. 
And I promise you the truck wanted to kill me. Really? Yeah. Why, why, why did you, what gave you I that impression? I don't know, he put me, he put me, he tried to put me away from the, from the road, you know, with the car. I was very quickly, and I, I, I'm a woman, but I'm a very good driver. Yeah, and, uh, I can vouch for that. <laughs> and thank you. And then I, I, I could go on, and I was with, with my car. I had not a supercar, but I had a Formondeo. It was an amazing car for Buenos Aires in that moment, for Argentina in that moment, like a luxury car. And I give gas, and of course he couldn't, he yeah. couldn't make a round so quickly and take me. This once another time was in Uruguay, the, exactly the same, but not with a car. Uh, in middle in the night, maybe three or four o'clock in the night, um, we was driving from Montevideo to Oceania del Polonio, and it's a little road. It's not a highway, and. Uh, they was the typical uh, publicity displays on the road, you know, on the left, on the right side. And someone, I, I just saw some shoes, turn shoes, you know, there was like a, a, mm, running behind the display, you know, like mm. something white was moving very fast mm. down the display. And in the second I was crossing through, then I feel a very big um, push down the car. You know, like, and uh, I think so. So, so something actually hit your car. Yeah, uh -huh. they, they. I, I'm sure they wanted to to because I was, I heard after that that many robberies coming in the highway or in the cars uh, or in the roads. Yeah. they go. They take you stones, and then you have to stop. Yeah. and in the moment when you stop, they come. That's when they get you. Yeah, and uh, I didn't stop. You know, I didn't stop. I just give cars. I say. Fuck you, yeah. I was reacting very, very quickly, very yeah. quickly in both in both occasions. Yeah. And some things happen, you know, some strange things sometimes when you was thinking, mm, you know, you have to be very fast and uh, reacting very fast. But uh, in the city, I never feel danger in Brazil as well, you know. Wow. Um, because there's a lot of crime in Brazil, yes, isn't there? Yes, but I never, you because w it was the time when I adopted my, my child, yeah. and uh, I always had in the hand uh, a black little boy. And the people said always uh, to me, right. they are like a shoots angel, you know, they are yeah, protect like a protecting, angel, like a guardian angel. angel. And nobody's yeah. going to uh, do something to you if they see that you are with a little boy, yeah. black boy. Well, like you also said before, you know, you probably blend in in a way that you don't look like a foreigner as well in those countries. So maybe that also had something to do with it too. I you know? I, I you speak fluent Spanish. You don't come across as a foreigner. I had not, yes, and I had nothing uh, on. That's meant just a short and a top yeah. and that's all. And flip-flops yeah. and, you yeah. know, yeah. never more. You dressed like a local. Yeah. You dressed yes. like you yes, were yes, living yes. there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But uh, one day we went to Mar del Plata. I never will forget that. And, uh, I was with three girlfriends there making some holidays in in in, um, in south of Argentina, mm. on Atlantic on Atlantic coast, mm. and then uh, when I wanted to go driving out from the disco when where we have been um, to enjoy, then before I cross, I I, st I I I start the car and go the 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 door from the car behind was open. And a guy was coming inside. Into your car? Into the car, yeah. And my girlfriends were sitting inside, in the back, and one on the front. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. I think they were in the back, and nobody was in the front, okay. or someone was. I don't remember. Oh, no, that's not true. He coming in the front, and they coming in the back, because he they don't have place on the front, and they sitting together behind. Maybe they were thinking, is someone I know? Ah right, okay. You know, and yeah, they was friends, but they was not the super friends. Just went in the enjoying the disco one night. Yeah, the plata. That's all. No? Yeah. and then I was looking at the guy. I say, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> I say, hey, you can uh, you can drive me. I don't know where and blah blah blah. My name is, uh, for example, Arturo de Moreno. Eh, la la la. I don't want to say the name. And they and I say, and you don't know what I am. And my father is a very important person. I do what I say. I say, sorry. 
I say, I, I think I am, <laughs> I know exactly what is your name. I think your first name is maybe Ashlock, you know? <laughs> Asshole. The second name is Flavi you, you know? <laughs> and the third name I don't want to tell. And you are now, you wake up, baby, and go out from my car. And I say, no, I don't. I say, okay, then we drive. I, I give gas. I drive more or less, I think, 15 kilometers in the darkness, in the darkness. And I told my, my girlfriends, and they was reacting very quickly, I say, take the pistol, take the, the gun, put it there, you know? And they were like that. I say, oh, you go out or I shoot, I shoot you. What do you think? Who, with who are you are speaking? I'm not Argentine. I come from Spain. I, I promise you, I shut your bloody head. You go out here and we leave it him. I don't know, middle of the forest, you know. He said, yes, not seriously. You cannot leave me here. And I said, oh, yes, I can. And you go by feedback. Bye, you idiot. You know, it's just, um, I, I, I always touch wood because I always, <laughs> I always I react or I think how I can manage that situation. Mm. You know, maybe another person is going to be a little or It's or a good thing you didn't call your bluff. No, but uh, it's uh, really, uh, something's happened there, you know, people is sometimes very strange. I think they have some maybe important, w in all these countries, what I was feeling, um, I maybe I was feeling that more s strongly that another person could feel that coming from maybe Germany or England or North mm. Europe. Uh, because in Spain, all my life when I was little, I always was feeling the machismo, you know, the, the, and I'm not feminist person. Hang on. You were feeling the machismo, meaning you felt it was a very masculine environment. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. So and very male oriented. Yes. Like, uh, for example, uh, in, I am a dictator child, I think I saw. Yeah. Yeah. So you grew I up during Pinochet time. No, with uh, Franco time. Sorry. Yes. Franco time. Yeah. And, uh, um, in that moment, and I think longer after that, I think uh, my mother couldn't get money from the bank without the signatures from my father. Yeah. Um, I could not move from the school with the signature from my father. My yeah. father ne needs to signature or allow everything. Yeah, woman. very patriarchal society. Yeah, yeah. and uh, even if in my house was not in that way because my father was artist, he was pilot, he was a very open-minded person. Of course, was the lo the the loyals there and to respect to don't go in travel and he couldn't change that uh, just to unpass and just to do what the other ones do so long is necessary to do it. And uh, I could feel that. And uh, this is maybe the reason how I feel this machismo too, but extremely in in this in those countries. In those mm. countries, I always was feeling the woman in that moment. I'm reading from that moment. This is years ago. Um, we are not so strong yep. representations. Like, you know, we yep. are not taken seriously from the other sides. Yep. This is what I always was feeling. Yeah. I, and I show. I show all the time. I am very feminist. Be careful. I have another kind of education. Even if I come in from very patriarchal country yeah. you know it's yeah. not in my family uh, yeah. never happened that way of education be careful with me and i show that ex uh, all the time all the time i have to use it mm. you know it's mm. that something i never use in germany or mm. in england mm. you know mm. but uh, but in in these countries yes mm. I, mm. I, I, I yeah it's funny you say that because it's obviously you know in malaysia it's the same you know it's a muslim-based country and it's very much a male dominated society and the female you know obviously unfortunately is in many ways uh taking a back seat um, and that's it, you know, even today, that that's, that yeah. hasn't changed. So society, in that sense, is is still that exists in some countries. I'll never forget. There was one time uh, my my wife at the time was driving on uh, the highway, and the traffic was always very bad there. And she's a bit like you, you know. She's very head strong. She doesn't take shit from anybody, mm -hmm. um, especially from men. Um, so when uh, she was confronted one time by uh, a guy 
out of a BMW, like a, a very expensive car was in mm. front of her mm. and braking and, you know, trying to antagonise her on the road. And she gave as good as she was getting in the end to the point where when the traffic had stopped, the guy got out of the car, came up to her and started physically, not physically, sorry, verbally abusing her um, in her car. And uh, she, you know, she always travelled with a, a knife in the car just mm. as protection, just mm. to be sure that maybe, you know, you never know. Mm. And she, she was telling me that she, for the first time ever, she was actually reaching down and she had one hand on that knife, fully expecting this guy to come in and, and start physically um, uh, hurting her. Um, and then, you know, when she came back and she told me that, I got very upset about that. I'm like, oh, God, you know, because it sounded awful. And my, my response is, why, why do you antagonize? Like, why do you make it worse? Like, why, why do you have to provoke the situation? And then she's like, well, fuck him, you know, fuck you and fuck him. Because, no, why should I not? And in the end, she's right. She's absolutely right. Why should she not? She should stand up for herself and she should, you know, be be strong 100 mm. percent. but f thinking of it from my perspective as as the male in the in the in the uh, discussion i know that men nine times out of ten are physically stronger than women yes. so even if you know i agree she should stand up and women should stand up for their for themselves and for their rights of course but sometimes men take it further and they use force mm. and then it's really bad and that's what I was worried about. But, you know, it happens too, you know. It happens, unfortunately. And what, uh, what did you learn uh, from that time you having uh, been uh, as expatriate in another countries? Which, which is the, how, what do you learn? Did you learn? Do you learn? Did you learn? Yeah, yeah, did what did learn? I learn? What, was what, was, what was the biggest learnings I had, you mean? Wow. Oh. There was, there was a few, but I guess the biggest one was um, um, primarily patience. 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 Can you explain that? I can. Whenever, whenever you need something done in Malaysia, and I, I can't speak for other foreign countries, but in Malaysia, it's very much when you, when you, when you get a, a worker come to the, the house to fix, for example, the internet service, you need the internet put on or you need the electricity, something with the electricity needs fixing, you need an electrician. Uh, they will come to, to your place, you arrange a time, mm -hmm. they'll often be late. So they'll come at least an hour late yeah. to the time that you yeah. agreed on. Yes. And they, they get there and they won't say... Oh, you mind patient, to be patient. To, to have wait. patience. Yeah, yes. wait. Yes, yeah. to have yeah. patience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and then they'll arrive and they won't even apologize for being late. You know, it's just like they were supposed to be there at that time. For them, it's totally normal, right? And then you explain the situation to them, what, what you need done. Yeah. And they kind of look at you with a, with a, I mean, I don't mean this in a bad way, but they look at you with a blank face. And you think to yourself the whole time, are they listening to me? Do they understand what I'm saying? When in fact they really are, but they just don't give you the uh, engagement that you would typically have when you're talking with maybe another uh, expat or, or another Westerner. And um, then they start that and then they'll do the job and they, they, make, they make a mess. They don't clean up after themselves. They're very slow with the job. Mm. It, ne it never really works after the first time they try. So they always have to come back and, and recheck it or refix it. So it's, it's always this kind of a comedy of errors, you know. And when I first moved there, again, coming from a first world country, and, you know, maybe I was a little bit overly pent up myself, mm -hmm. um, I really struggled with accepting the way that they operated. And it took me a number of years before... Uh, I could kind of just go, accept that. let it go, let it go. You just have to accept that that's just how they are. I think uh, they, they try to abuse a little bit from the experts people is coming there, for example, in the, in the rent. Okay, if you are going to rent an apartment, uh, if you are not local, um, a normal flat, maybe they, they, they want to have from you 
it's happened to me, you know, four thousand yeah. dollars yeah. is a lot of money for an apartment in yeah. Buenos Aires. It's a lot of money, you know, mm. in Barrancas de Belgrano, Recoleta, in a very nice place there. But it's a lot of money for for Argentina in that moment, mm. you know, mm -hmm. and. Um, a normal local never will pay that that kind of, no. of, of money for that. Or, for example, I had a... Um, <laughs> in that moment, nobody has an, uh, a phone, um, mobile, never, you know? Uh, nobody in Europe, uh, never, the people doesn't know what is a mobile phone, yeah. you know? Yeah. The first mobile phone I saw was in Argentina, you know? And then uh, we get a mobile from... Um, should pay the company. I don't know exactly how it was in that moment. The only thing I just know, we was calling from this mobile phone everywhere, mm -hmm. right? And um, and uh, when I have to pay the bill, the bill doesn't come, doesn't come, and then come the bill, and it was about four thousand dollars. Yeah. Ouch. So I went to the to the. We rented first. We was living one month in a in the hotel. Typical because you need time to yep. search the house and the apartment or everywhere do you want to live the rest of the time. So, and then we talk, took this mobile phone from, um, it's called uh, Mobicom. Mobicom, mm -hmm. I think Mobicom was the company in that moment. Uh, responsibility for that phone. I got that bill, $4,000, I was thinking, shit. What is that? You know, four thousand dollars. This cannot be. So, I got a girlfriend of mine, an uh, English girl. She, she couldn't speak nothing in Spanish. You know, and she was but very pretty. I said, "You come to me." We go to the office from Movicom. Movicom. So we went to the office to Movicom, and before that, I call um, a girlfriend of mine, Nilda, a local girlfriend, and I told her, "Look, this has happened to me. I got a bill from four thousand. Uh, dollars for nothing you know for some calls that's all you know and she said mm -mm. go there and you say that you are going to speak with Neustadt and I said okay who is Neustadt? Neustadt is a journalist he's always bringing on the uh, on the um, on air all the the problems is happen and many millions of millions persons they they hurt him and he's always against many things yeah. you know and this is a perfect tema for him. Told in the Movicom office that you you know no start and you go to call him and to explain what they are doing with you. Yeah. I said, okay, do it. I went there. I, you know, my girlfriend, she was behind me, the English girl. She couldn't understand Spanish. I was of Spanish, you know, putting him like there, da, there, there, la, 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 la. I know just, I just could hear Rebecca behind me like, poor boy. <laughs> poor boy, poor boy. All the time, I was so. At the end, I got a bill, but just for six hundred dollars. I think it was more or less normal. Yeah, it was not possible that I was spending more time yeah. in this mo bloody movie com, uh, um, uh, you know, yeah. uh, offered. Yeah, and uh, but this is the reason in in Buenos Aires, the people are in most. I think in all South of America, maybe Mexico less because they have another temperament. You know, the Mexicana, they are really different. Mm. They are more um, national mm. uh, lovers. They are very proud about what they have. You know, they're very proud people. You mm, know, mm. of course, there is in Mexico many people, they have not too much money and it's very corrupt uh, yeah, land. Yeah. And uh, living many people, but Mexico is 140. Five, uh, 54 million persons is yeah. a huge country yeah, in the world. A lot you of know? People, yeah. yeah, a lot of people. It's the 50% from, from USA. Yeah. You know? But Argentina is less. The other countries are much leader. And the, mm. the people is like more, they don't protest. You know, they, they are fucking them all the time. Yeah. Sorry that I said that. No, no, no. no. From behind. Say, there's and no they limit don't to language. Say nothing. Okay, they did it after you know the corralito and things but they are not they have not that blood to to 
did that fire in the in the in the yep. arch to yep. protest and say, "Don't yep. fuck me." Yeah, yeah. Yep. And when something from Europe is coming there and show the the teeth, how we are, I say, "Hey, mm. people, mm. what are you doing here? Mm. I don't, you know, mm. I don't care who you are, mm. you know." Other sides, you have to be careful with who are you going and travel because they have guns. Mm. You yeah, know? yeah, they do. This is yeah. This is this is the thing. It's very difficult to manage situations there, and I can't believe if you are really in a big travel that you have, have to be very careful about yourself yeah. or your family as well. You yeah. know, and yeah. maybe this is the reason how many people doesn't say nothing. Yeah. And it's safe if you yeah. going back. I say okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I think there's corruption in almost any country. I think corruption exists everywhere, but I also think that corruption is amplified in those um, poorer countries yeah. where the people are more. I guess you could say, in some way, regressed in terms of their the having their own ability to speak up and to feel that they can safely speak up. Yeah. I mean, corruption in Malaysia is also rife. The political parties in Malaysia just alone have, have, have been corrupt for many, 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 many years. I mean, they throw um, political candidates in jail from the other parties if they are threatened by them too much. I mean, one, one candidate was constantly in jail, accused of um, being a homosexual when he clearly wasn't. I mean, he was married and he had family, but for some reason he, they brought on home, you know, uh, gay charges towards him, so he spent over 20 years in jail. What do you have, what they have there in Malaysia for a, for a political regime? Is it was communist in that moment? We no, 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 no. It's, it's meant to be a democracy. It's, it is meant to be a democratic society. Um, but, you know, what... We could go into politics on another topic, on another uh, yeah. episode, but, but what, what do you consider democracy today? I mean, look at what's happening in Canada at the moment. Look what's happening in America, even in mm. Australia, with the way these supposed dem democratic countries have been completely locked down. At the moment, yeah. So let's not go into that topic. No. However, what I will say is, like in, in Malaysia, for example, the, the, the people don't often have the ability to speak up and they don't have, I guess the strength is probably the best thing to do it because for so many years they've just been constantly Yes, it's like in over, South of America, you know? it's the same. Yeah, it's and the same. Uh, they just put up with it. They just put up this with it. This is the reason I understand too when they go to make guerrillas, you know, or people is protesting outside, you mm. know, like uh, building his little military's uh, resistance movement. The guerrilla movements, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's normal. No, just these people too, they are in one moment, they go, uh, the narcos is going there, using that, or, you know, it's yeah. not... Uh, um, at the end, this doesn't work, no. this to be in the guerrilla or to be in a movement no. against the, the government, you know. Yeah. I don't know how you can clean these countries, but uh, it's... It's a lot of job. I don't think it's going to be one day um, no, everything clear. And no. this is a, this is a question. Maybe w the people uh, we are thinking, Julia. I think this is not a, is not very diplomatic or very good or very um, anyway. What you are saying, but you don't don't you think that the people sometimes are in that way because. Not just of the culture, not just of the of the religion, uh, not just of uh, more. I think more because of the genetic. Do you think that the genetic in the in the people is changed? Is that I'm genetic not same like you, and genetic not same like an Asian Asiatic person or like a South of American person? Mm. Because I feel that very strong in Germany, for example, mm. German people, German people, they have, they have another head. Um, I'm a Spanish. We are very close, but I have an, a com completely another head, and people in Spain as well. And I don't think this is because our cultural or way of life is in that way. I think we have a very good healthy way of life in Spain. Sure. But uh, we are not... Um, Germans, they 
how I can tell you, for example, now with the corona, right? Mm-hmm. Before the corona uh, rules, they was coming. Uh, nobody was uh, uh, wanted to put mask. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He was a big protest. They get the rise from the persons. Blah 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 blah. So, the first rule: put someone in the regiron. I think Angela said, everybody wear mask. Oh, nobody said nothing more. Yeah. Everybody wear the mask. And if you go to supermarket and you are wearing the mask until here, yeah. the first person comes and say, hey, wear your mask. Yep. Right, correctly. You know, in Spain, it doesn't happen that we are, I think the, the Germans, they need rules. I don't know if the genetic through the years is changing so in the form no, that I they need rules to, yeah. to, to live yeah. and they cannot be spontaneous, they cannot be reacting. Yeah. Believe me, I think the genetic... I have a son from Brazil and I have another son from Uruguay and my husband comes from Argentina and he has German genetic and uh, Hungary genetic. You can see, even if he was learning in Argentina and grow up in Argentina and went in the school in Argentina... He's nothing Argentina, mm-hmm. you know. But he's lived his entire life in Germany, right? Most of the time in Argentina. Now, of course, in Germany, okay. you know. But he growing up there. He was there in the school, and you know, is he speak the is the mother language, you mm-hmm. know, as well as mm-hmm. Spanish. But he's nothing. I think the people say you cannot make difference of genetic or of race i say yes i do i do and i think it's nothing bad it's no, like the dogs i, I, I know they i know what you're saying dogs, they are not the same yeah i have a dackel and it's at another character like like uh, like aki yeah als boxton terrier yeah. and i think people we are in the same yeah. i think through the generations uh, it's a genetic change they are and it's nothing bad to say that but it is i think not just the way of life, not just the politics, not just... I think inside our inside, we are mm. uh, uh, in real different... I things. hear everything you're saying. I, I hear everything that you're saying. But I, I in some ways, disagree to, mm. a, a, to, to a point whereby I think cultures of each country plays a, a dominant influence on the way the people are in those countries. And I also think historically what's happened in let's just say the last hundred years can influence a generation like for example that we are currently living in now and like you just said here in germany when 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 the mask mandates came in before they came in everyone was like no i don't want to wear a mask but then uh, angela merkel gets on television and everybody goes oh okay mother merkel has spoken we put on the masks now and if one was down yes you would get called out in the supermarket I typically have the feeling that the reason why it's like that here is because of what's happened in the last hundred years in this country. And without highlighting specifically, I think the listeners will probably understand what I'm talking about. But of course. I think that and the, 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 um, the, the, the side effects of, of that influences the behaviour of people today. That's not to say that their genetics are different. I just think that they are... The, um, the result of things that have happened in the past and historically. And I think for countries like Malaysia and for, for poorer type of countries, I think genetically the people, they of course they are the same. What I think influences their culture, their behaviour, is their, their level of, of education, the, the access to education that they have. It's limited. Most people don't finish school if you're a local there. Um, and I also think because they're in many ways repressed by by corrupt governments, that influences the psyche of a person. It influences their ability to be able to think and speak freely without feeling like they're you know going to get in trouble. So I think that is is the key difference. And if you have people long enough in those environments, they're going to respond to differently to different things. I am. You know, agree- you know what I mean. Yes, I agree absolutely with you. But I want to. Ca- I to, I wanted to go more deeper. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, the the history makes people to s- to be what we are now. You know, and development from uh, what's happened there now makes the person that you are now. Of course, but it is a studies that, for example, um, a second world. 
like a holocaust for example yep. in germany yep. or maybe the twin towers you know the yep. twin towers um, the babies are born after the twin towers disaster you mm. know uh, uh, terrorist mm. terrorismus um, uh, they have problems and they are difficult kids they are afraid they have uh, another and they never this bo- these babies they they didn't Mm, see what really happened there, but genetical, uh, you can uh, erben. How is erben? Um, uh, inherit. You inherit. can inherit uh, fear. You can inherit love. You can inherit. Yes. You know. Yes. This is what I mean. I just and wanted to say. I think these children. And yes. This change your genetics. Well, I don't know that it changes your genetics, but I think it changes your your way of thinking. I think it changes your genetics. You cannot be the same like person is living in the Caribbean with forty grits all the year, eighty percent foistish kite. Yeah, uh, humidity. Humidity. Yeah, but that and, and the sun on vitamin. No, you're right. But I think what you mean is they're seeing the things. Same. They're seeing things in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like they're living their life and they're experiencing life in a different way. I, 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 when you're talking about genetics, you're talking about the physical DNA of an individual yes, and, and the, the core fiber of a individuality huge. is individual. First, we are yeah, of course, no, but I don't know. Nobody's the same like the other one. First, right, first. right. But I don't think that um, that the the people's behaviors is a genetic. I think some is down to genetics. I think I think some I think for me for me after my how I observe and see the people through the years with the different persons I am. Yeah. Uh, for me is twenty or thirty percent a genetic herbe, uh, like Inherited, a yeah, herbe in yeah. your genes that you yeah. are in one way and your body are in one way and your body feel better with this behavior and the other feel better with this behavior because his body is had more m- maybe more serotonin more adrenaline you know what i mean i think yeah let me let me bring you back to your example of the twin towers and children born after the twin towers i think that because you said that these this generation seems to have more f- just a general more sense of fear Yes. Uh, yes, I think young people generally have um, a sense of fear, but I, I don't know that that comes um, from them. I think it comes from the way their parents treated them after the Twin Towers. No. Because I think t- today, you know, we were, we were brought up and perhaps we were raised, I was raised with a very strict father, an extremely strict environment. We didn't get a lot of, of um, comfort. I mean, that's not the right word to use. We lived very comfortably, but my father was very disciplined. He made sure that we worked very hard. He didn't give us anything easy. Today, I think parents make life almost too easy for their children. And this is what I'm trying to say is after the Twin Towers, because it was such a traumatic effect uh, uh, incident for people that were experiencing it, um, that, that they felt then, and, and don't forget the world was driven from fear overall because the wars that came after that were all fear-driven. Fear you know, we have to get these guys, weapons of mass destruction, terrorists, fear, fear, fear. So the, the message from the political parties was only fear. So that message is being driven into the adults at the time who had young children. So the young, the, the, the young adults with the young children, maybe even subconsciously, are driving on that message of fear to their children. I don't think that it's um, genetics. I think it's psyche. I will tell you something. Okay. I'm sure, but, and we are not going to live to see that. Okay. We are not, because we are going to die. We are but I'm really die, sure in the way in the way we are going, uh, in the future way we are going, you know, with very quickly everything, me, social media's everywhere. Yeah. Uh, co- uh, very big t- uh, distance, social distance between many people. You mm-hmm. know, mm. uh, many food is like ready for for taking. You can you don't need to cut carrots more. You can you, if you want. You can take everything like yeah, that. Yeah, you can get everything prepared. Yeah, will one day maybe you will going to have pills. You get a pill and you was eating all the day. You know what I mean. So, mm-hmm. I'm sure 
in many times, if we are going to be in that way, we are going to we are going to have a genetic a genetic change. That yeah. means we maybe we will not have more fingers, maybe just three, because yeah. we don't need five. Yeah. We are don't going to have hair because we don't need or maybe a lot of hair because it's going to be very cold. Depends how the cl- climate is going to change. That is what I mean. Okay. So and you're talking I more mean, about evolution. I mean exactly. Okay. I mean the genetic changing because of the uh, of the behavior in one concrete country through the history, of course, yeah. and f- through the years. Why the Indians in Amazonia they don't have hair because they don't need it, yeah. it's, it's, right? Yeah, they don't yeah, need yeah. It. yeah. They've evolved why, past it. Why yeah. the Indians in Amazonia they need to have in blood maybe uh, anti-corps uh, body antibodies from gripe? They don't need it. Because they don't have gripe, yeah. for example. The gripper being the flu. Yeah, flu. This is what I mean. I think, uh, and I think is this kind of genetic is going to in your in, it's not just body what your genetic. Okay, I see your point. I see your you, point. Can you understand? I understand I what you mean now. Yes, yes, yes. This is what yes, I mean. Yes. That the race. So what you're saying is through those that that forces the evolution of yes. the human race. In different countries, of course, we are in the mood. Uh, and then we have the possibility because we're very clever animal persons, you know. Yeah. To no, mix, say it. We are animals. Yeah. yeah. To mix yeah. each other, you know, to mix the cultures, to make each other, to mm. mix, uh, mm, and to adapt ourselves mm. because it's part of our evolution mm. uh, progress as well. Mm. The adaptation, mm. you know. Mm. But uh, I, I, I leave it. I leave it in that way. The yeah. people can think what they think. Yep. It's just my opinion that yep. I think we are not really all the same. I think I cannot expect it from my black son that he f- stays sitting in the chair if he has a paper on the ash because he's a Brazilian. Like he just uh, uh, hear him... Uh, uh, Drums, Trump. yep. Even never he saw a trap in his life. He's yep. just like... He, naturally, it yeah. just... Yeah, of course, you, of course, of course. This is what course. I mean. Yeah, 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 I, okay. You know, if you say a German guy... Can you move your 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 uh, hips? Your hips, they cannot move the hips. They can't. Move sorry, sorry, German guys. Hips. Maybe some of you can. Maybe they some of can. you can. One. You never percent. know. You never know. Andrew, <laughs> one two percent. I make the proof. I proof. I proof. I proof that they can't. You know, this is what I mean. You know. Yep. And this, of course, there are little things people yeah. mustn't understand it so in this cron- concrete way I'm saying, yeah. just in the general way that I think that we are, this is what we was beginning to, 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 to speak about expats, yeah. that I think yeah. different countries, different people, but why they are how they are, do, don't you think that mm. maybe they are in that way because... They have to be in that way. That's yes. what I mean. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I agree with that. And look, I think overall, the benefits of having an expat lifestyle are I- enormous. You know, living living as an expat in foreign in a foreign country is a very rewarding and self fulfilling experience you grow as an individual from it and when you do come back to your your home country you often come back with a a wider appreciation of where you come from what you have there and um, you also have more tolerance i think you you just get more tolerance through seeing how other people live and and experiencing maybe just a fraction of that lifestyle with them because at the end of the day, even as an expat in a poor country, you still live much, much better than the most, m- most people. Um, so I think, you know, expat life is, is, is a wonderful opportunity. And, and if anybody has that opportunity, they should grab it with two hands and, and do it. Um, but I, I see your point. I think overall, though, what I'm trying to say is from a genetics perspective, people are people, no matter what. But, and I think they're obviously then an outcome of their environment and their circumstances. And I think, you know, some people have better opportunities than others. And that influences how certain cultures yes. then um, are, are being, I guess you could say, lived. Um, so, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I think we, we agree in, in, in theory what we're, what we're saying. I think as uh, what I was learning all the time was to 
accept the people or to un- more than to accept to understand why they do what they do. Yeah, you know, uh, to understand that some things cannot be changed. Like I say before, sometimes it's better to get in, don't get in trouble because they know how is how are the risks yeah. behind. Yeah, and this is the you know they have many reasons how they act in how they are act yeah. uh, all the time. And uh, of course, when you come from another country and you see what happened there, you want to act in another way. Yeah. I don't know if it's always the right way um, to do it. Mm. It for me, it's work, mm. you know, mm. that uh, to don't leave that someone uh, yeah. go on me. Yeah, like a foreign country person, like yeah. hey, I'm a here, but I'm not stupid, you know. Yeah. I don't know your rules, but I know my rules and my my my, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I am too a very adaptive adaptable person adaptable yeah very yeah you're very flexible yeah Yeah. extremely yeah Yeah. and i always get the best from every corner you know i i i I enjoy the food i or not i enjoy the music or not i i get the best uh, from every corner where i am but i have a very um strong opinion about many things and some people when i'm speaking they're very surprised how you can speak in that way? Maybe because I was living in four, six different countries, yeah. because with completely different cultures, yeah. and at the end you can you can build an opinion, mm. you know, and mm. you can see difference. Mm. And this is sometimes because I speak sometimes uh, strong about yeah. something. Yeah, you you, you know, are very opinionated yeah, about certain I things. Know, yeah. because I know the difference because yeah. I. But there's nothing wrong with that either. I think it's important for people to have opinions. I think it's important for people to be able to express those opinions. At the moment, and the moment. No, I know. At the moment, it's it's almost impossible. But yeah. that's a, that's a real problem with society in general. Everybody has a right to express their opinion. Whether you agree with that opinion is a different thing. You don't yes. you don't have to agree with that, but you should not take away the person's right to express it. And that's a real, real thing at the moment. Um, so I think what we should really try to focus on with with this uh, podcast is that we do actually speak very freely with with our opinions, and we exp- express what we what we think, and we may disagree with each other. That's totally fine. It's not going to change the way I feel about you. It's not going to change my my impression of you as a person. I know you as a person. You're a very good person. So you know you might have opinions that that some people might find different or perhaps even offensive okay well that's their problem if they're offended the thing is that i think we learned that you know and that that we can give an opinion because we yeah. was living in many exactly. countries and had this experience and we are not near a young person no we're not young anymore and, uh, thank yeah. you for reminding me <laughs> and the only the only thing I, I i try to say is the young people they have to do it too they have to travel they have to get the yeah they need to get the, the experience yeah the experience and after then to uh, uh, not be all the time the social media if they do or if they want to do because it's the future they may be to uh, to make it alternate one thing with the yeah. other one you know to yeah. to to have experience uh, outside and inside the yeah. social media. Yeah. And I think it's, for me, it's healthy. I think it's healthy. It's good. Give you a lot of stability and basis. Yeah. yeah, it does. It does. And it gives you a lot of self... And this is your life. It's well, right, you right, right. You cannot spend your life in a, sitting in the chair all the time for a wheelchair. You can't do it, but yeah, it will be right. very, very bad if you do it. All but that's that's um, a very unfortunate way of living life. If that's what you're doing, you don't. And Bildschirm is a monitor. Just for those who don't understand what mm-hmm. that means, sitting in front of a monitor yeah. the whole day. Yeah. Yes, that's that's a horrible thing to do. Yeah. Because as people, we need to be with other people. It's yeah. it's part of our, what we who our core. We need to interact with other people. Yeah. Physically, not just through a, a virtual environment, and and um, it seems like, and we can u- perhaps use this as another opportunity to talk uh, on a different topic about this uh, w- on another session. But it seems like overall society is moving into a virtual environment more and more and more, and drawing us away from the o- the ability or the opportunity to have real people to people experiences. You know, so yeah, it's very interesting times that we're living in. So. Yeah. Anyway, listen, that's uh, it's over an hour now. Oh. We're coming to the end of the session, so I think we've been ranting on long enough. And um, 
it's been a good discussion about expats. We can maybe even pick up an, on another one and, and bring need, in other we need because we need experiences. To, we need to compare how is one country and how is the other country. We didn't do that. That's the, right. And I wanted to ask you what you felt moving from Spain to England and if there was a massive difference in cultures given that they were both, both first world co- countries as well. So maybe on another session we can exactly. pick up on that exactly. one. Exactly. Yeah? Because you didn't speak about Germany and you're in German. That's right. I haven't even uh, mentioned Germany yes, at all, have I? Yeah, yeah just no. ASEAN and... Uh, yeah, I yeah. think we need to have another another podcast all right. and to explain the people maybe they want to know yeah. how how are the different countries or how you feel there or there yeah. and why. Yeah. All right, let's do that then. So okay. So then until next time. Yes. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope yes. you enjoyed that session. Um, and we'll have some more coming out more regularly now that we're back into the swing of things. Yes, we are not to record often, right. no? Yep. Maybe once a week. Once a week, we will try. And we will try. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.